You're listening to Mount Hermeneutics, where three Marines give their perspective on God, faith, and spirituality with a heavy lean on the divine council worldview. This is not your grandma's Sunday school, nor is it always for the Christian faint of heart. Nothing about who we are or what we say make us experts. But you better believe we'll have a take, and perhaps it won't suck. So, Brian, what, what was that word you were just saying? Shibboleth? Shibboleth. 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 Okay, so what does it mean? So it's basically like a tribal signifier. Uh, it's it's a common, it's a it's a it's not just Bible knowledge, it's kind of a common cultural reference. Like a if uh like if you're in New England and somebody says Worcester instead of Worcester, like if you're a local, you say Worcester because you 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 go you pack the con have it yad because you're from Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. But somebody from outside of there would see Worcester and read Worcester. And that to them, they automatically know that's that's somebody who's not from the region. Y'all ain't from around here, are you? Right, exactly. <laughs> and so it's from the Bible. It's in Judges. And I think it's it's either Judges or Samuel. I'm pretty sure it's Judges. But there's, there's a civil war going on. There's some tribes of Israel warring against other tribes of Israel. A guy, there's a scout who's doing reconnaissance. And he comes up against, he comes up close to some other guys in the rival tribe and the guys in the rival tribe say, tell him to say shibboleth. And because the people from his tribe say sibboleth rather than they can't pronounce the sh. So he says sibboleth and I think they kill him. And then, but it, it kind of, it became a, uh, basically a, a shorthand for a, a tribal or in-group signifier. Right. So, okay. So, I mean, I mean, <clears throat> For I know we kind of jumped in the middle of this conversation, but we were having the conversation offline. And I wanted to get it into the show. Uh, Brian was correcting my faux pas or non <laughs> my, my non shibbolatham of 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 calling it the Book of Revelations and putting a plural in the end of yeah, it. I was I was trying to be discreet, so we didn't do no. It on it's the cool, show, but, but what I what I was going to say about it is, um, I think for my own personal when I've talked about and had heard others talking about this book, the last book yeah. in the Bible, it's, it's like, I've heard it more commonly referred to as the book of revelation or whenever the first parts of the words are, are cut off and they call it revelations. That's kind of how I've always heard it used in, in, mm. in lay discussion. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, clearly if that's inaccurate, cool. Um, I didn't really ever really think a lot about it. I've, I've, I've seen before that the long form is actually the revelation of John, right? Well, it's, it's from the first line that reads the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show his servants what must soon take place. That's um, a really long title. Well, that's the first line. And a oh, lot of books oh. in the Bible are traditionally taken from the first line, like Genesis um, in the beginning, in, in the beginning yeah. and the Hebrew for it is, I think, Bereshith. Um, so that's how that works. But uh, yeah, I was, you know, I didn't want to put you on the spot. Oh, on it's the cool. Show, it's cool. But, but you, uh, you went ahead, you went ahead and did that. Hey, so we're all about cool. transparency yeah. and being held accountable. Right. Um, yeah. Well, iron, sharpens, to... iron sharpens iron. Right. But do they need to see how all the sausage gets made? No. And they won't see all the sausage. I mean, yeah. but I mean, you know, if it's good sausage, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I think, you know, I, so I, I, use a, I use a sausage analogy at work a lot. And um, I re, I, when I'm talking to a client, I'll say, hey, look, you don't need to see how the sausage is made. But what you do need to know is that it's FDA approved 
that it's healthy and that it's delicious, right? Those are the things you need to know about it. And so I think a little, a little behind the scenes from time to time to prove that, you know, we're trying to be at least, you know, serious enough about the source material that we're catching ourselves where we make mistakes um, as an example. So my brother, John, one of the things he called me up when he goes, Hey dummy, when you made this <laughs> conversation about the bikers and you were talking about the numerology, he goes, H is pretty clearly the eighth letter, not the seventh letter. They're the eight one, not the seven one. And I was like, did I say seven one? I don't even remember that, but okay, sure. I was wrong. I didn't have enough fingers on my hand to count. Right. <laughs> and I was, since you bring that up, I was wrong too. It's gematria. It's not gematria, which, uh, I mean, I've just, it's been eating at me ever, ever since I realized I did that. It's GIF, not GIF. Like, uh, right, it's, it's absolutely GIF. It yeah. is GIF. I don't care what the creator calls it a GIF. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. that's, it's an acronym. We, we own it now. He doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't get to have it anymore. He yeah. made it and put it into the world and now it's free open use. And for the record, everything else I said about Gamatria, I think I was right. Pretty <laughs> I went back and listened. I'm pretty spot on. Yeah, everything I'm, I'm I have to say about everything is pretty I'm, good. I'm, I'm pretty much a genius, so uh, you know, <laughs> I've read it more than I've talked about it. Uh-huh. So, if, if you have a comment under that uh, episode, make sure you praise me, BrianRocks.com. <laughs> so, so, guys, we we wrapped up an episode last week, and after in the post show, we kind of got into a secondary conversation, and it was something that I wanted to to bring up to this show. Um, and this one's going to be a little bit different for the listeners at home because um, I think in other conversations we've kind of got, had some back and forth, and we're you know there's been a lot of sportiness around some of the opinions and interpretations. Um, but this one, a little more, it's like a little more serious. It's and it's it's kind of core to. Um, you know, kind of the basis of, of Christianity. Well, I guess that's actually an open-ended opinion because uh, as we, after we get into this, I think it'll be kind of clear that it depends on where you are in, in Christendom as to how important or central this conversation is, or this topic is right. So that topic is the Trinity and specifically the Holy spirit as it relates to the Trinity. Um, so there's, or our, as, as he relates to the Trinity. He, Okay. Here we go. I mean, here we go. Oh, so she. there's, so, so, so we're already in that, right? So, so sure. Um, and, and, and I'll, I'll set the tone for the conversation and I'll be really simple, um, with my, with my point, I might use a few words and I, and as a really big, uh, preface, uh, you know, kind of disclaimer on this episode, I'm going to try and be uncharacteristically careful in my words, because I don't want to give off any kind of inappropriate uh, perspectives or points of view. And I also don't want to jump right into heresy and heretical statements right out of the gate. Right. So I might ease it there. We should ease into that. Yeah. I might ease into them, but I don't just want to come out and do it in a flip way because nothing about this conversation is meant to be flip. My dialogue and the way that the three of us interact tends to be probably more flip than maybe should be about any topic, but this one's that's the veteran in us. We're a little, we're a little dead. Yeah, this is this is a glimpse into your your armed services, America. Right. You're, you're, you're well, you're welcome for our service. Yeah. So ah, um, my guy's dead. So so, so the, the the my question or my perspective, my point of view is, is simply this: 
the the topic of the Holy Spirit is is wildly confusing to me. So I'm speaking about this is just me. This is Matt talking. So the the Holy Spirit as a as a concept or a principle is confusing. Every time that I've attempted to read about it or have a conversation about it, I'm I'm met with very long, very complex, and very um, intricate interwoven perspectives and points of view. And I tend to um, fall back to, you know, the, the old quote attributed to Einstein, which by the way, I have no idea if he actually said it or not, is that if you can't explain something simply, you don't, exp you don't understand it that well, which leads me to believe that no one on planet earth understands how the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity and how the Godhead operates and works and exists. And that's, that's Matt's point of view. That's Matt's opinion, because I've yet to hear a simple explanation of it. So there's, there's the, uh, the, the table setting for, for the conversation today. So like, let's go ahead and jump into it. And, and in also in, in transparency, I seated Brian with a few of my questions or perspectives so that he could do a little bit of prep for this one. Cause again, I felt like this one was a little serious enough that we shouldn't just like you know, have six shots of tequila and dive into an argument about the Holy Spirit because that probably would end all that well. So there's that's there's that's the the longest preface I will ever give on this show, promise. And uh, <laughs> like I said, I just I felt like this one was really much more serious, uh, and I'm and I'm being serious because I've heard the point of view that if a person you know misspeaks or doesn't believe in whatever with regards to the Holy Spirit, that that's tantamount to uh, uh, blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which falls into that unpardonable sin category. So. <laughs> And we, we can have that now, can we? You know, like I'll do a lot of things, but like unpardonable yeah. sins are where I draw That's, the line. I'm not, so. I'm not really down with unpardonable <laughs> sins. I kind of feel it? like at some point we should address that in and of itself. But, but I it's... mean, we can do it in whatever order. I don't care. I don't have, yeah. a, I don't have an agenda beyond my, my, my TLO was understand the Holy Spirit. And for those at home that aren't Marines, TLO means terminal learning objective, which means no matter what happens on this, like the only takeaway I want is to get something more about that. And it, whatever happens between here and there is just, you know, necessary. You know, yeah. it's, it's interesting. Today was um, uh, at church. Uh, my my granddaughter, my newest granddaughter, she's eight weeks old as of like this week, and she got her baby blessing <clears throat> today. So uh, it was a it was a, a fun thing. A lot of people from my family showed up at at church today. Had all the all the kids minus minus the boy who's still in Utah, uh, family and friends all showed up. And basically, what it is before the sacrament meeting, there's a a prayer circle, and um, so they basically a big a big priesthood prayer circle. And then uh, Makai gave gave blessings to to his new baby. Um, and what's and also it was fast Sunday, so the first Sunday of the month at, at the LDS church, uh, there's no lesson plan. It's just for the first hour of the sacrament meeting, people come come up and they and they voluntarily bear their testimony to, uh, you know, the what that Jesus Christ is, is is true and the church is true. Um, so of course a lot of Holy Spirit talk was today and people giving their you know testimonies to the Holy Spirit and um, lessons and and um, and and 
in blessings uh makai mentioned the holy spirit several times in his in his blessing too. was it to the point that you're kind of like chuckling inside you're like a, a little bit i'm like oh, kind so, of <laughs> so so it was interesting so later of course you know we put on the big lunch for our family and friends and we did it at aubrey's house and you know how the kind of spread that delani puts on and again amazing shout out to that lady but um of course my oh, brian there up. was no lunchables I yeah I uh, there, I was there was there was from... some stuff that's way There's... better than lunch. That's <laughs> what I'll tell you right now. I know because I had to take several trips to the store to get these things for the kids um, at home. We have an ongoing debate over whether charcuterie is a thing or if it's uh, just lunchables. You just put your heresy out into the world now. You know what? You know that, yeah, right? I'm not even gonna. I'm not even going to entertain that. I'm gonna let the 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 listeners comment and tell you what well, a dummy you are well i maybe we should have a, a an episode where we where talk we about hammer this that, out talk about unpardonable sins what you just said <laughs> yeah. oscar meyer is not charcuterie homie now, that's what i'm gonna tell saying, you right now i'm not saying that about all charcuterie but it is a fact that sometimes you go to a go to a restaurant you're at a bar late at night they have a charcuterie mem menu they're counting on you just having too much to drink you just need something to soak up the booze they they may wear they may very well just bring out a cutting board with lunchables on it for all so, you. So know. what Brian just said, let me translate for our show. <clears throat> Brian just said, "All angels are Elohim, but not all Elohim are angels." I was about to give the cat and tiger, <laughs> but yeah, that's what, you know, it doesn't um, feel like what I just said. But we can, <laughs> we can move on. Of course, of course, my brother, my brother was was at this uh, little shindig. Oh, nice. He, and he uh he mentioned my podcast yeah like, Did hey, these guys are this thing and then so uh, uh a lady that was also there she uh her aunt is uh is a pastor oh. so she's she's been of the book for a long time so she's wait what's your podcast on oh really what's it called what does that mean <laughs> oh interesting so it's funny because my wife's like yeah tell her what it means and she's like yeah the incident about herman i got it it's like, oh, I didn't know I was talking to someone on the book. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I'll go check that out. That's when you, you do like the secret handshake. You're like, oh, you know. Yeah, you know. But I, I had to leave the party early because I had to come record with, oh. with you fellas. Oh, sorry and, about uh, that. As, no, not a big deal. I, it's down the street, right? Uh, um, but uh, they're like, what's your topic today? I said, we're going to talk about the Trinity. Mm. Interesting. So because I was raised Jehovah's Witness mm -hmm. and I married an LDS woman, you, 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 are, they're kind of like circles with regards to right those are non-trinitarian right their beliefs I, I learned the term is binitarian or binitarian i don't know how you pronounce it but. interesting so so delani as she's like washing dishes she's like you know it was interesting you know me marrying a non-member there were things that were important to me and my family one we had to have the same type of prayer structure and two uh and it's funny because both of our mothers asked this question what is your stance on the trinity really and then her mother's like whoa well you're married to this guy what's he say about the trinity how christian is he right and then it's it's funny that both of them were looking for the non-christian answer <laughs> and, right. and um and that was kind of the, non, the yeah well, you guys are the totally non the non the non the non-trinitarian answer correct so yeah. wait, the, thanks for thanks for clarifying that but mm. uh but it, it was it was interesting to me that and then that's the story that Delani tells, you know, thirty that is years funny. ago. But of all the of that. all the things that you guys were, you know, of all the, the the good and the bad, at least you're both of the same opinion when it comes to that. <laughs> so that, so that just highlights how important this topic is and why your preference was 
what was necessary, right? So I, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a heady subject, right? Um, huh. Hard. So the pressure is on now, right? I, like yeah. I mean, but look, like let's be real. I don't Hope know I don't that we're choke. gonna res- I don't know that we're gonna resolve it or that it's going to be like solidified or done, but you know, maybe this is something we'll come back to later. Maybe this is just something that I can take and chew on and, you know, continue to, you know, evolve, yeah. whatever. Wait. And, and with my background, I've never been a fan of it. So of the Trinity of the Trinity. So here we are. And I have to kind of study this thing. And over the years, you know, I've looked and, you know, what are the, what are creeds and why did they have them? And why did the church start this way? And, and uh, what is the New Testament says about about this? Um, and so, in in my own reading and evolving, I've I've come to a to kind of a reconciliation of of it of it being real, yet not the ways it's as it's normally explained. So huh. that's that's kind of where where I where I yeah. stand on it personally. So I, I did some early some just some light reading, right? Um, okay. Cause it's a weird topic and I don't have my bookshelf back. There's not full of books about the Trinity. Um, I, what, I, like I said, I, I figured out that, you know, there's this concept of, of binitarianism or binitarian. I assume it's bina because that makes sense from a pronunciation point of view. Potato, um, tomato. That essentially believes in, you know, God, the father and the son are one and the same. And then the Holy spirit is this other thing that's, you know, it's you know it's godhead adjacent but it's not necessarily part of the same the same godhead and then i found it interesting that this was one of the things that was actually not fully addressed at the nicene convention but more so at the the const the constantinople of 380 or whichever one that was um and the the point of that was simply that the nicene creed only validated that Christ was the son of God and that they were one in the same. It didn't, it was quiet on the Trinity. And then they included the Trinity, the, the, the Holy spirit in, in the, the following one. Matt, can I stop you, stop you yep. real quick. So yep. when, when we said that the, that the Mormons and the, in the J dubs were non-Trinitarian, if mm-hmm. that's what by bi, Bitarian, if that's mm-hmm. what that means, yeah, it they're is. Not, they're not with that either. This. So what I was reading said so, that they were, that they because if, if you're saying that that Jesus and God the Father are the same thing, then it's then it's not them. Okay. So they're, Those are they're three distinct they're, they're, and they're, separate they're, beings. They're, so they're just full on Unitarian. Correct. Okay. So like uh no, no, because Unitarian mean that they're all wait, I don't know. I don't know, I don't know what that word means. So maybe it means monotheism. What, like, what was like the word heart, again? Sorry, I had to... U- Unitarianism. So like, no, that's like that's a example, fair catch. Like, like I, yeah, jo- definitely... Joseph Smith, you know, when he when he prayed, he saw two personages: God the Father and Jesus the Son, mm-hmm. right? And the in in JW's believe the same thing that the, that he gave his only begotten. Oh, son. you're right. You're oh, right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So the difference there so, is, and, that... I, and I'm not arguing whether that's the correct no, no, point no, no, of view yeah, for Christianity, this... but I'm saying that it's not fair to say that JW's and, and LDS. Oh, good, that, believe that's a good catch. That. You're right. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Jehovah's Witnesses believe that Jesus is a created being. He's that's a God. Yes, but not, and that's yes. you're right. And that's why I, I did I did get that wrong. You're right. They're essentially the same. They essentially believe identically to Arians. Yeah, like the, I, I don't I don't know what that means, but a, 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 Arian the guy, not Arians the the white supremacists. Right, Arianism and Arianism and the 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 big Bunch controversy. Of Arian, the <laughs> 
the big controversy in the fourth century that led to the Council of Nicaea was that of Arianism. Arius, who was a, uh, he was, I think he was a deacon in Alexandria. No, was he Rome? I don't know. Who cares where? No, I think he's Alexandrian, but uh, who cares? But it doesn't no, matter. I got to get this right. No, who cares? Um, wait, I got to get it right. But his, uh, he, he taught that Jesus was a created being and he, he kind of, he, he advanced this idea through a bunch of little jingles and rhyming ditties and that people would kind of sing and, and it, that's how his theology spread. And one of them, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know exactly the, what it is in Greek, but in English, it's something along the lines of there, there once for the time when the sun was not, um, oh, so the point being that God had created Jesus as his first creation and then created the universe and the council of Nicaea, the, the debate boiled down to Edward Gibbon, who wrote the, the history of the decline and fall of the Roman Empire. He, he very pithily quipped that all of, uh, all of Christendom hung by a diphthong, which is a, 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 a Greek punctuation mark. I learned this on Fansley. It's, it's <laughs> fili filioque. Is that the filioque. word you were talking about? The filioque? No. The filioque. filioque. No, that came like uh, six, six or seven hundred years later. But uh, the the creed at Nicaea boiled down to a debate. They, basically, the objective was to arrive at a creed that all parties could agree upon. And they, they got the wording down. Arius on one side and the Trinitarians on the other, they, they agreed on a creed. And the one thing that it boiled down to was, do we say that the father and the son are homoousion, meaning of the same nature or the same substance, or are they homoousion, meaning of similar substance? And the difference between the work between homoousion and homoousion is a diphthong, which hence Edward Gibbons quipped that all of Christendom hung by a diphthong. And of course, the Trinitarians insisted that it was homoousion. So, hey, Brian, can I, can I point of order? Sure. So just cr chronologically, if we're talking about Nicaea, I don't think it's fair to ac or accurate to call them Trinitarian at, at that point. Because Why? they were only arguing Christ's uh, personage with God, not the Holy Spirit. That wasn't until the, the 380 uh, Council that the Trinitarianism became actually a thing. Well, but they were using the term Trinity at the time. I don't think so. Otherwise, they would have left. They wouldn't have left it out of the creed. I'll bet you a billion dollars. I mean, neither of us could pay up, so it's kind of a pointless bet. But like, that's. I mean, everything. Well, I, I I just read this they, stuff like they an left hour it, ago. They left it out of the creed because that wasn't that wasn't that what was under debate. Like if that wasn't the the contention. O okay. Like that's like that's but, you're but you're the, you're making you're making an assumption about something that wasn't written. Well, I've I happen to have. You were there. He has the well, notes. I, <laughs> I've read I've read every primary source. From, right, and one of the sources said we know we are all Trinitarians, but we're going to choose to not talk about the Holy Spirit because it's not worth the fight right now. It was. It's not that it wasn't worth the fight. It wasn't a fight. But well. I think we're getting ahead of ourselves, though. I'm, I'm just um, pointing out a, a, a point of clarity that the, the Trinitarian concept wasn't it wasn't formed until the 380 Council, because there no, was other they, people that left after that because it they wasn't like, Wait, formally agreed upon. But the concept of the Trinity was was certainly discussed. Okay, discussed. I mean, but, it was it was it was already a part of Christendom. Um, 
I don't disagree with that, but we're probably getting ahead of ourselves. Possibly. um, If I may, can I ask like a few framing questions that might direct this a little, a little better? Like what, what is that? What is the biblical, what is the biblical basis for the personage of the Holy spirit? Well, um, my, my question to you is going to be what, what specifically is in contention about the Trinity? And I think that's, that's, that's your answer. And, and, and in terms of substance, but also in terms of support, like, are, is it, are we questioning whether the Bible teaches these things or yes. if the Bible yes. teaches these? Yeah, this is, are... this is a, this is a premise scriptura versus a sola scriptura kind of thing for me. Okay. So if the Bible teaches it, does that settle it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, so I have a caveat with that, and you already know what I'm going to, what I'm going to say. And it's that when I, when I did, I mean, I did the simple Google search, right? Like where in the Bible does it say this? And the only time that the phrase Holy spirit is used is in a Pauline scripture, anything, anything old Testament and anything new Testament that Mm -hmm. wasn't Paul or Luke or acts, which is all Pauline refers to the spirit of the Lord. And, and the reason I bring that up and we can, we can grab a couple of them at random and kind of talk through them if we want. But um, when I read the others, it talks about it as a, a feeling or an event, the spirit of the Lord will rest within you and do X, Y, Z, right? The, surely the spirit of the Lord will dwell within the blah, blah, blah. Right. And, it, and, it, and to me, that's evocative of a feeling or a, 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 a sense of being, when Paul specifically talks about the Holy Spirit, quote unquote, he refers to it as a person, but he's the only one that does it. And that's what's odd to me. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things that I'm I'm kind of spoiling a much bigger conversation that we'll have about Pauline scripture broadly, writ large, that Paul writes in a very different way in with regards to his first person and third person and all of that than anybody else in the entire Bible. Dre, you've got your finger. Up. I, well, and, and what I, and what I think I want to give my answer to that before Brian does, because I think his will be uh, more complete and, and probably maybe either expand on my thought or call me sure. a dipshit. I don't yeah, know, <laughs> but um, I, I probably I, won't do that. I, but. I, I think, I think the reason why it it occurs this way in the Bible is because there wasn't a Trinity until Jesus died. So there's there's no father and son holy spirit on until this thing happened. So of course it's written first in a gospel or uh Paul getting his revelation from the Christ because before then I I don't think that it existed. I think to complete that, you had to have Jesus come down in in the flesh. And since Jesus wasn't in the flesh before that, the Trinity wasn't possible. So hang on before Brian answers, because I know Brian's now swallowing blood because he's chewing on his tongue. So let for me to respond to you directly on that, if that's true, which is an interesting take, right? I've never thought of it in those terms and there may be a way to turn that sideways that it makes more sense to the more mainstream trinitarians because i think i know where brian's about to go with that if what you said is true then that by the whole circular logic of philosophical debate means that it's not part of the trinity because if it doesn't exist at the beginning it can't be part of god later because 
God didn't create part of himself in, 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 in sequence. I, I, I contend. As, so, does that make sense? At least I, what I'm saying? I, I, I do. And, and I think when we, when we get into what the Trinity is and what I believe, what, what I've come to kind of this, this reconciliation of that, mm -hmm. I, I think that, I think that I'll be able to explain that in a minute. Okay. And I, I want to, I want to give Brian the floor. Sure. Here. But Brian, yeah. did I, did I, did I jump in front of something you were going to say about that? Because um, I mean, part I, of, part of the whole thing is this pre-existence, right? And like, yeah. God, God is forever. God pre-existed. God exists forever. And then Jesus existed with him, right? The first couple of verses of Genesis, the word was with God. And it's pretty well established that the word means Christ, right? It's some kind of odd poetic language that I don't understand, but it, I, I can accept that, you know, A equals two, right? So that's fine. Um, but th then those two are, you know, in in forever forever existence and that's kind of where it falls apart for me so i'll shut do up you, and let you talk do you guys ever go use bible gateway as a resource mm -hmm. all the time yep. I, the the i would recommend um i mean I, I guess you could do it now if you want but going to bible gateway and just doing a search for the phrase holy spirit like i mean i i did what you just said is totally inaccurate. Um, the, the phrase Holy Spirit shows up, uh, it shows up three times in the Old Testament, Psalm 51, 11, do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Uh, that's David writing. That's not speaking as a person. He's speaking about your spirit, which is holy. Like that doesn't at all, but go ahead. Sorry. I, I, I um, move the goalposts. Go ahead. Well, but you're you're go ahead. presupposing that. Go ahead. So Sorry. you're so you just to make sure I understand what you're saying, you're saying that the spirit of the Lord or spirit of God, he is that's a person. But I, I, Holy I Spirit. I, I don't know. Like this, I don't have I don't have a formed opinion on any of this. Well, I'm like, just I'm just you're going to ask me the... questions, and I'm going to respond with questions every time, or I'm going to say I don't know. Right? Okay. Like I had I'm some just, feelings, and I'm just, I'm, and I'm trying to I'm trying to flesh it out. I'm just trying to nail down what your what the what the contention is. So mm -hmm. we we want to know if the the Holy Spirit is a person, and if the Holy Spirit is God incarnate. Is that is that right? Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, and. I'm kind of, it, it's not quite correct that, I mean, it's not at all correct that um, only Paul uses the phrase Holy Spirit. The, the, his, his use of the Holy, of the phrase, the Holy Spirit is the same as what you find in Psalm 51, 11 and Isaiah 63. Um, but I, like, I'm, I'm kind of, I just want to be clear. I understand where you're coming from on, I, and I can read you the part on, from Isaiah 63, if you want, it's, uh, but I'm, I'm wondering what your, like, why, why does that matter? What, how do you, what is the distinction between the spirit of God in your mind and the Holy spirit? Because, because, because one's a person or an, a, 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 <clears throat> the, the concept of the Trinity, as I understand it, is that there are three distinct divine beings that are all part of one larger divine being. Well, there are th the, the the traditional formulation is that God is God is one. There's one God who is one, He's one in being, and there are three distinct persons within the Godhead. Okay. Um, yeah, I think which, that's what I said. I don't know that that's different. From well, what you, I said. you said you said being, and like the 
the the the distinction and I, it's this is not splitting hairs the distinction between one in being and three in persons is what is basically yeah, okay that's fine so go go with what you said the word persons is even better for me because then that requires it to have a personality right right um, and, and and that's those are and so going further down that road like i don't i i, I don't see a lot of of explanation of the personality of the Holy Spirit. Um, I hear it talked about in third person. Well, the fact that the Holy Spirit is a person and he is God and he is fully God and he's as much God as God, the son and God, the father are, well, that's, that's, you get that from the great commission when Jesus said, uh, which by the way is not Pauline, Jesus said in the in Matthew 28 all when before he ascended all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me therefore go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the name the singular there's just the one name the name of the father of the son of the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything i've commanded you so well, give me that great commission what's what's that specific verse 28 uh 18 i think I mean, it's, it's like right at the end, um, but uh, baptizing them in the name of the father of the son of the Holy spirit. Okay. And I, teach I missed that one. I never saw that one come up yeah. in, uh, in any of my searches. That's and, interesting. Uh, hold, there's a, there's an important part here, teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus is telling them, I'm going to be with the church with you the disciples to the very end of the age, well, how is he going to be with them if he's at the right hand of the father? Well, because he's in, you get this in John 14, where he tell he promises the advocate. And by the way, that wording, the Holy spirit, uh, the, the Hagios Numa is the, is the Greek. You find that in John as well. And in first, I don't think Holy spirit shows up in first John, but the spirit is spoken of at length in first John, uh, Peter uses that that phraseology. Um, um, above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about with the prophet's own interpretation, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And to your point about how the, that phrasing, the Holy Spirit, doesn't appear as much as the Spirit of the Lord, yet here Peter, is, it appears that exact phrasing, Holy Spirit, appears exactly three times in the New Testament, in the Old Testament twice in a few verses in Isaiah 63 and once in Psalm 51. Yet here later on, Peter talks about how the prophets were carried along by the Holy Spirit and they spoke from God. That's because Holy Spirit and Spirit of God, those are, those are interchangeable phrases. So when, they, when, the when the phrase Holy Spirit is used, it's referencing exactly what is being referenced uh, when the whole, the spirit of the Lord is mentioned all the way back in Genesis chapter, uh, Genesis one, where it says the spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the deep. So the spirit of God was there even before creation. Um, and if, if you read the entire old Testament and look at all of the examples of how the spirit of God is, is described and invoked and what his role is, he, he's God's active presence in the world. He's, he's the, he's the, he's the immediate source of life and he empowers God's people to do, to do God's will. Um, and so, uh, 
Well, I mean, well I've I, seen, I've, I've certainly seen the language used. I forget the verse, but it refers to the Holy Spirit as the, um, shoot, I just forgot the word. Paraclete? No, the, um, there's essentially the opposite of, of, of the, the role of Satan. The advocate. Right? The advocate, thank you. Yeah, advocate is actually a, an alternative translation. When in John's gospel where he, and in first John, where he talks about the, the, the advocate or the helper, the, the mm -hmm. actual Greek is paraclete and translators. Uh, it literally means one who is called alongside and it does have the connotation. It does have the opposite connotation of, of Satan or accuser, right. the accuser. Like it's, right. it's, it's, it's almost like it's, it's the prosecutor and the defender, the, the DA exactly. and the, yeah, the defense, exactly. defense yeah. and the prosecution. Yeah. But, um, like if you really no, so 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 I'll I'll admit I've used Bible Gateway a, a, a truckload and I've never seen the I've never actually gone to the homepage of Bible Gateway I've always got to Bible Gateway by looking for a verse and then I just kind of use it to change verses yeah. and I didn't search contextually I was using Google searches for that in the Bible and I was getting different chunks but I wasn't so I see the Psalms two Isaiah's so there's three. Old Testament mentions of, right. of, of Holy Spirit. Well, it's there's odd three, there's three appearances of that specific phraseology, the phrasing. Yeah. But, but I want to make, but I, I just want to emphasize the point that, you know, that this is being used interchangeably at, with every other mention of the spirit of God or the spirit of Yahweh. I, 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 I agree that that's what's implied. I feel, I felt like, and I, and I have to go back and do more cross reading, but I felt like it's used differently when it's used when the phrasing is different, but I also see something peculiar and I don't know what to make of this, but as I'm looking at the Bible gateway breakdowns and it's the quotes of these verses, it's also odd that Holy spirit. And I don't know if I'm trying to read too much into this, but every time it's mentioned in the three verses in the old Testament, the word holy is not capitalized. The S is capitalized, but the H isn't. Well, I, I'm just I'm just looking at this visually. Right. Every usage in throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and more in Acts and John, the H is capitalized. So it's not well, like it's in, in Hebrew. They don't have capital letters. Well, then why they capitalize the S? Um, because it's that's the English translation. What then translation are you looking at? Net. Okay. Well, I mean, I mean any other I translation? Let me see. Let me if switch you're looking it at to, any other translation. Let's, let's, gonna, let's look up what. Let's see what King Jimmy thought. Oh, it'll definitely be capitalized. <laughs> but I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't is. rely on King James to make this case because I, there. No, are, I won't, and I would reject that. I don't. Face. Not that. Not that I'm anti King James, but it, he used the Latin Vulgate, which was I, not. We're, we're on the same page. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't want to overstate it, but I'm just, if I'm talking to somebody who's skeptical about the concept, I'm going to use the. Oh the, no. Original KJV is not capitalized. It's the new King James that's capitalized. Make of that what you will. Talk amongst yourselves. Well, in fact, it's not capitalized throughout in the original KJV, except Luke eleven thirteen. 13. Well, but holy in any case, it's not his proper name. It, the, it's, it's a descriptor. It, it is used in the New Testament completely as a well, proper name. It, yeah, but that's more of a that's that's a theological convention that developed, but it it doesn't change the okay. meaning of it. I mean, <clears throat> I I can agree and disagree with that at the same time, because it is a theological convention, but 
that by nature of capitalizing, you're conveying a position or a title, right? Yeah, but it's a safe position. I mean, you're it's you're you're disputing that, but you, it, you can't, yeah, but if you say yeah, but that everything after the buts BS. So you agreed with me. Just well, just just cut it and move on. I agreed with you with qualifications, but okay. I know I, don't, I, I reject your qualifications. But, uh, well, okay, I can. I my my case doesn't really depend on those qualifications. There you go. So Very I'll, well. Take, I'll, I'll, I'll let good. you have it and move Very well. on. Sustained. But, <laughs> all right. So you're the you're the judge here too. Of all course right. I am. I have to be the judge of, suits, I mean. Hey, I have to be the judge of what I believe. No one else gets to be the judge yeah. of what I believe, right? I, Either I believe I, it or I don't. I one hundred percent agree. The most with compelling that. case, and if I don't get it, dismissed. I one hundred percent agree with that. <laughs> and I have and I do watch a lot of suits. I've never watched that. It's a great before. show. Law and Order. <laughs> okay. I don't watch. I don't watch Law and Order. I'm not a fan. I feel I like we're getting a, a little off track. It's okay. It's okay. People will get used to it. Or yeah. they won't. So um so I'm cool with the okay, so cool. Step one, biblical basis. I'm super cool with that. Biblical that, basis. I, I want to be for clear the, for, for the existence of it and it being called the Holy Spirit and it actually being a thing well, and it wasn't just Pauline. No, 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 that was that was important for me. Okay. Don't 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 talk yourself out of the wind. Like that that step one, we check that one off. <laughs> All right. No, like I'm being dead serious here, but now the harder step. No, is I just want to understand what the just. I just want to make sure I understand what we're agreeing upon, so I don't litigate points. We're agreeing that I wasn't clear on the biblical basis for the Holy Spirit to even exist. Okay, we're over that hill. That maybe not, that was dumb, I'm, easy, whatever. There's a whole I'm bunch of listeners in, going, "Geez, Matt, like that was like I learned that in the second grade. Like so did I. That doesn't mean I believe everything I was taught in the second grade." Right. Like, well, I was taught right. a bunch of stuff in the second grade that ain't true. Apparently, Pluto's not a planet, so it's always going to be a planet. <laughs> All right. Boys so have move. penis, girls have a vagina. Well, I, you bigot. Like, <laughs> well, I was taught in second grade. How, how I, I also was in the second grade. It was more like fourth grade, fifth grade. Uh, maybe in the second grade I, they were like they were like this is blue. <laughs> maybe maybe I learned it in the second grade. Wasn't Whoa. necessarily taught it. Whoa! I mean, whatever. That's, weird. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a weird second grade you went to, my man. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe uh, I hey, was hey, in second hey, grade, but hey. second, Butterfield you, you, Elementary School did not. That was not another part of their curriculum. Dre, for second you, grade, you, you were not for sale. <laughs> <laughs> Child trafficking. I was. I, yeah, I got it. Oh. Brian didn't get it. I was. That was oh. for Brian. okay. That was a sound of freedom. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 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 That that just you went to you went to a dark place with. This. I'm not the one talking about being exposed to. You're supposed to be talking about the, the I, Holy Spirit. I know, right? Guys, you're talking about what's that? What was that? The Holy Spirit left me for him, and I'm calling him back. I'm like, bro, I need you. We need I that. like that you called him him. I appreciate. We that. need we need that chick off of that uh, the Family Feud episode. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy spirit, activate. <laughs> never seen that clip. Now I gotta what? look it up. Wow. Oh yeah, you no, I've never, I've never seen that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll link that in the in the in the okay. comments below for sure. That's an important clip. I'm laughing and I haven't even seen it. I'm it's, already laughing. It's, it's as it's as cringy as you think it is. Yikes. Okay. So so the second part moving moving right along, yeah. um, and the harder I think the harder thing the hill for me to get over here or climb or conquer or whatever is how do we how, how how is one to understand this third piece of the trinity 
so like like back to the person personage right okay. if it if it is in fact a person so we know it exists it's called on by all of these apostles um how do what's the biblical understanding for the fact that it's part and I, and by the way having said that I clearly don't know how I missed the end of the the Great Commission because that's I think that's a pretty strong period to the sentence that we're going to get into and try to build right yeah because I I get it if Christ said it and He's saying Father the Son the Holy Spirit there's clearly some hardcore linkage there yeah and I'm cool with that I'm even cool with saying Hey Matt you don't get to understand this just accept that it is right I get that A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And that congruent parts of congruent triangles are congruent, right? I don't have to necessarily see it proven every single time to just accept it at face value. That's called a given for those that didn't take geometry. Um, I would like to actually understand the given that the Holy Spirit is part of the Trinity. And I absolutely don't. Okay. I don't know how to form that as a question. Um, Unless so this is Jeopardy and I just are, simply go, are we... what is the Holy Spirit, Alex? Um, so are, are we, you keep calling the Holy spirit it. So I guess we're still, mm. I'm just, because it's a spirit, not a person. Like that's where I'm at at this point. Well, but I'm cool that it exists, but well, I don't, under, my, I, I, my I, 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 is to, I can't grasp that its personage. A, that he's a person is still, uh, that's still in question. I'm, I'm still you. challenged with okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's actually easier than you think. Um, John 14, um, this is probably the, the, the easiest, most direct way to do it. Um, da, 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 da. If you love me, keep my command. I will ask the father and he will give you another advocate to help you to, to help you and be with you forever. The spirit of truth, the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you before long. The world will not see me anymore, but you will see me because I live. You also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and keep them is the one who loves me. The one, the one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. Um, and I'm not going to read all of this, so don't worry. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool because I uh, I just rediscovered those farewell the, the farewell discourse, and uh, yeah. it, it's it's like instantly became uh, my favorite part of the Gospels. So of yeah. all four books, those those chapters, um, you know, just before, uh, you know, as he's saying farewell, kind of yeah. kind of put that together for me. And that was pretty those are pretty cool. I'm glad you you brought that up. Yeah. And so and this actually I, I'm I'm debating it right now in my head how much of this to get into, but it actually it's it ties so well into everything else we talk about that um I just I hope you'll indulge me and just give me a couple minutes to kind of lay out some groundwork here. Um, you guys are familiar with the temple system, right? Um, the, the tabernacle, the Holy of Holies and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the Ark of the Covenant. I, I am Brian for our listeners. Why don't you restate it? All right. So, um, the Ark of the Covenant was God's, it was the, the receptacle of God's presence. It, it, it was, uh, that's what resided that that was the object that resided in the holy of holies of the tabernacle which later became the temple and when when the and if you read the epistle to the hebrews 
uh, that it, he goes into detail about this, but the whole, the whole point of the sacrificial system and the day of atonement, the way it worked was that they, it, it God dwelled among the Israelites through the temple and in, or, in order for that to happen, they had to, they had to offer atonement. It's, it's because of our sin nature that we're, that we're alienated from God. So that barrier has to be done away with in order for God to dwell among mortals. And that's why they had to offer sacrifices and they had to sprinkle the blood of their sacrifices on the, the accessories of the temple and the altar so that the sins of the people could be atoned for so that God's presence could, could dwell among them. Once, once the, the articles of the temple had been constructed and put together and consecrated with sacrifice, then there's this big dramatic finale to the book of Exodus when the Shekinah cloud of God's glory, the what, the what kind of cloud it's, it's a, it, it's, it's the cloud of God's glory that signifies that, that is his presence that descended upon the tabernacle and the Ark of the covenant. And then God dwelled among them. And, and the same thing happened when later when Solomon consecrated the temple and they brought the Ark of the covenant into it, and then the cloud of God's glory. And that was, that was God's very presence dwelling within the temple. Um, so, and that's basically this, that's why the temple was holy. That's why Mount Zion was holy. Why the, the holy land, why the promised land was holy and why the Israel was, was holy because God himself dwelled among them. And just to, I don't want to belabor the point, but it's, it's very important to make sure we nail this down if if that was anything less than God Himself among them, none of that was valid. So that was God Himself. Now, later on, when Jesus died, it says that there was an earthquake, and the temple and the the curtain in the temple that that separated the holy of holies from the rest of the temple that tore that tore in two, right? Because because the sin had been atoned for. Before that was just kind of a temporary provisional thing. But, and it was really predicated on the ultimate atonement through Jesus himself. Once that, once he died for the sins of the world, then the temple toward too. And when you, in this verse, in, in this passage in John 14, excuse me for a second. Sorry, everybody. I got a throat thing going on. But um, when Jesus gave those last words to the disciples before he was arrested, when he talked about, uh, how the Holy Spirit would come to them. He started that, that, that discourse by explaining, uh, in my father's, in my father's house are many dwelling places. I go there to prepare a place for you. And people typically understand that to mean he's talking about going away to heaven and to build dwelling places for people when we, when we die and go there and as disembodied spirits, my father's house never once refers to heaven. It, it refers to God's house, that being the temple. Um, every time Jesus mentions my father's house, it's the temple. Why are you looking for me? Didn't you know I'd be in my father's house? How dare you turn my father's house into a marketplace when he drove out the money changers? So mm. my father's house is absolutely, definitely the temple. Um, so when he talks about how there is in my father's house are many dwelling places, I go there to prepare a place for you and how he promises that the if he leaves and if if they if they love him they'll obey his commands and he'll ask the father he will send another counselor to be with you forever the spirit of truth he's talking about the holy spirit mm -hmm. 
the picture he's painting, and it's not even really, it's, it would be misleading to say that this is an analogy. It, it's more like, it, it's kind of the other way around. It's more like the church was always God's dwelling within humans in this way in the church was always the plan. The, the temple was just sort of a temporary illustration of this. The whole point of it was that God himself would come and dwell within us. And if, if you read, and I'm, I'm not going to, this is all pretty apparent if you read John 14, 15, and 16. So, so hang on. So here's, here's when I'm, 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 I'm reading, I'm looking at it right now as you're, as you're talking through it, obviously, okay. like I'm doing both, right? Because I'm trying to use yeah, our definitely. time, our time yeah. well here. This is one of the other things that strikes me. So just in 14, right? If I did a word count here, let me, let me, let me do a control F word count and I'm going to word count the father. There's okay. 55 mentions of the father. All right. In, in verse 14, right. Of the advocate or spirit, there's two. Okay. Okay. What? And of himself, <clears throat> he says it, he says, I, uh, 68 times. All right. So my point is in, in one verse where this is where Christ is the most, um, verbose on the spirit, right? He mentions God 55 times. He mentions himself 68 times and he mentions the spirit like two, three times. All right. That's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't smack of, well, quality. But hold on a second. What is so he? You, what is what is he saying about the Father and himself in those sixty-eight and fifty-five? Okay, mentions? but it, 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 so mm. in fourteen, he's just being kind of descriptive, right? Fifteen, he goes into "I am the true vine, my Father's the gardener," right? That whole right. that whole stuff. Okay. So I occurs thirty-five times in fifteen. Father occurs 21 times and it's advocate in, in this, cause I'm looking at it in the NET, right? right. Advocate occurs twice. Okay. It just, it just, that doesn't feel Trinity to me, but you're that not... feels, that feels oh. like, that feels okay. like there's two of us. And then there's this other guy. I think I understand what you're saying, but you're not, you're not reading it. You're, you're doing a word count. I, I no, I did. I read it first. Okay. I, but, I was reading it as you were talking. I, I didn't read it like okay, deeply because so, I'm listening at the same time, right? Because we're trying to do something and I need to go, I'll go read it. Okay. But I can't, I don't want to turn this into a two-part right. episode at the same time, right? But, but I'm but reading as it. You, as you go back and read it, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to go back and review it and anybody at home who's who's uh, wondering about this and, and, and you're going to go back and read it. But notice as you, as you do it, when all those mentions of how many times he mentions the father, how many times he mentions himself and what is, what is he saying about the father in himself? What he's saying is that as the father is in me, I will be in you. Mm -hmm. um, well, so like if we use 15 and mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of yada, 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 the, the, the whole chapter, I'm the true vine. My father's the gardener. He takes the branches that doesn't bear fruit. He prunes. This is the very, everybody knows this, this, this exchange, right? We're talking yeah, about, but this is know, important. Go ahead. 
And yeah. So I'm the vine, you're the branches, one who remains in me and I in him bears much fruit. Then he goes on, if you remain in me and my words remain, it'll be done for you. My father's honored. Just as the father loved me, I love you. If you obey, he'll love you. I've told you these things so that my joy may be in you and you could be complete. You know, love others as I've loved you, the great commission, right? Um, I no longer call you slaves because you, that doesn't understand. You did not choose me. I chose you and appointed you, blah, blah, blah. This I command you, go love one another. Like, okay. and then, then it gets to the next part and this, the sub section is called the world's hatred. If the world hates you, be aware it hated me first, right? Remember what I told you, they persecuted me. They're going to persecute you. Um, they don't, they don't know the one who sent me, which is the father, um, that they're guilty of sin. The one who hates me hates my father. If I hadn't done these deeds, then nobody would know, blah, blah, blah. Then like, it's like, Oh, and by the way, when the advocate comes, who I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. Well, but hold on. It's not, oh, by the way, as if he changed thoughts. No, no, it's no. Just, that's not, it, I don't mean, I don't mean that he's changing right. thoughts. I'm saying that, like, it's me and Father, me and Father, me and Father, me and Father, me and Father. And then there's an advocate. And he comes well, from the Father yeah, also. Basically, okay. I, I, think, I think what he's saying is, is that, hey, you know, me and Father, but then because because of this uh, where i'm not gonna was was he used the the term i'm not gonna leave you an orphan mm -hmm. right which which yeah. means i'm i'm going away but i'm not really going away and right. here's how you know i right. will not leave you as orphans i will come to you right as the I, father I, so, lived in me, so the I'm advocate going to is you. him yes sure but my point is it doesn't feel that it's at the same level it feels like father and son are here even oh. when correct, like okay. I'm speaking to the Trinity at this point, sure. right? like I'm not talking okay, sure. to whether or not the Holy Spirit's real. Like, so let's, let's keep this in perspective. Christ speaks about the father with a slight level of de deference. I don't want to get into if one's above the other, because that's like a whole different can of worms. Well, Jesus about... is, is totally subordinate to the father. He that's, that's explicit. And which in is, it. which is also weird about how does a person be ex subordinate to themselves? He's that's, but that, but the Trinity is that it's not himself. The father is a different I, self than himself, than he is. They're I, different persons. I know. And this is why the concept of the Trinity gets so freaking yeah, cyclical yeah, to me. This, this yeah, is, this, well, you're, right, you're, this you're is, diving right into where I be, this becomes right. like, my brain's like, wait, what? Like, so if, if like, you know, if, and I don't, again, this isn't meant to be blasting. I'm trying to make an analogy that makes sense. So we talk, if we go to like Freud, and you have your ego and your super ego and your id, right? Yeah. Like those are supposedly all three components of you, right? Right. But even in the ego and the super ego and the id, there's levels of, of, of uh, control. Like you've got different parts that have conscious and some are unconscious, some are in control, some are just, they just show can, up. Can right? I, can I stop you for a second? Sure. I, I, I think you already did. I, yeah. Well, I'm going to, thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I think there are two separate issues here. It, it's one thing. It's, it's one question. Does the Bible teach the Trinity? Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And mm -hmm. I think, I think that needs, I'm good with I that. think that should yeah. be the priority. If it teaches that and it's, it's weird, we don't understand it. Once we establish whether or not it does in fact teach it, then we can tackle well, why is this logical? How is how does this logically cohere? Well, and, let, let me say this. So I don't I answered too quickly. I don't know that the Bible teaches the Trinity. The Bible teaches about the Holy Spirit. I 
my 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 hang up is whether or not the word trinity and what it means all the things that comes with trinity is biblical and that's okay. what i just don't know yeah and i think we need to establish that first before we go on to tackle all the stuff about okay. ego and super ego i, and I don't whether, i don't know how to logically cohere i don't know how to tackle that part first because it doesn't say it well the thing right? is if it if it if the bible teaches it there there are some things in scripture that you do need to take on faith and i don't mean blind faith like you just suspend disbelief but if you if it's if we establish that god said it and we know that god said it then we can then then we should trust it now once we trust it when we explore okay how is this true that's it that's a separate issue and i'm and i'm you know, I, you guys, I wrote an article about the Trinity that you guys read where mm -hmm. I, where I, I, I explain why I believe it, it's, it's, it's a logical necessity. Um, but, but before you can, you can kind of, before you can tackle that and, and chew on that and digest it first, we need to establish that God said it. And right. I, I think, I think the Bible is, is quite clear that God said it. If we define the Trinity as, there's one God, monotheism. Um, there are three persons who are each fully God. They're not. They're they're not part of God. They're not. They're not. Uh, you know. There 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 are various heresies that are called the Trinity, like modalism and partialism. And I'm happy to explain those if you want. And it might be it might be old hat to you guys and, and the listeners, or it might be worth going into, but. We'll put a pin in it let's I'll, yeah I'll, I, don't, I'll, I'll, I don't think we're, i'll reserve we're i'll reserve yet. the right to want to define it but i don't even know that what that means right, right now so let's just keep going but while and you know there there's a there's there's an there's an off-sided objection that the, the word trinity never shows up in the bible therefore it's not it's not biblical well it the word trinity is shorthand for what does show up in the bible which is that there is one god Jesus is fully God. The Father is fully God. The Holy Spirit is fully God. But these are separate persons who are distinct, and they refer to one another in the third person at various points in in the Scripture. Um, but yet they are all God. But there's only one God, which it, I, I acknowledge. It sounds at first like a con like a like a logical contradiction, but I've I am satisfied that it's not, and I'm happy to explain that down the road. But right now, what's before us is, does the Bible teach this? And I think we, I think you can get all that from stuff that we've, we've already established, the stuff that we've already looked at, like Matthew 28, um, John 14 and 15 and 16. Yeah. So, so again, th this is where I feel like that we're becoming circular. Okay? okay. So let me, let me respond. I heard everything you said. Okay. I agree with what you're saying about if then, right? And we have to, this, if God said this, then it has to be true. I'm okay with that, right? The problem is I don't get that from what I'm reading that God said. Uh, that's fine. We can work on that. And that's, and that's the problem, right? So like, okay, so, so I get that Jesus said he was going to send the spirit. He's going to send the advocate to do these things. And he does say that he comes from God. But there's nothing in any of these these verses that we've referenced so far that is God speaking and saying the Holy Spirit has always existed and is just as much a part of God as I am. 
if those words are ever said in those kinds of things, this would be a slam dunk and we wouldn't even be having this conversation because I probably would have okay. read that verse before. But Jesus tells them that the point of it all is that I'm that as the father is in me, I'm going to be in you as in, and the father is in you. Like the whole point of it is that, that so, doesn't speak to so am I God? You have God in you if you are a believer and you have the Holy I, Spirit. I I agree, but I don't I don't think that that answers. That's not what he's saying. Though. That, that's right. not that's not so, what he says there. So here's and, here's hold on. Just here's how I've reconciled it. I'm gonna get up for a second, but keep talking. Okay, so here's here's how I've reconciled that, Matt. Is is that the Trinity is kind of a metaphysical law of three. Um, and there's a lot of background on what the law of three is, but if you, how I've done it, I did, I've thought of the Trinity as being more of a process than it is of persons. So a lot of, a lot of our Western thought has, has to do with, with opposites, right? They got like the yin and yang and you've got the, uh, uh, the emanation of God. And then we have this weird, like, uh, you know, we use a lot of the, the image of God language. So okay. the further you guys are going to hate me. Yeah. I thought if I unplugged my headphones and I got up and took care of what I needed to take care of, I'd hear it. I was wrong. No, that's okay. So we, you didn't miss much. So I, I'm just, I'm just saying how I've reconciled what, what the Trinity is for the persons and how I don't think of it as persons. I, I think of it as a process. So you have you have three things that are sort of uh, at odds or at competition. So you have um, basically an affirming and a denying force. And then you have a third force that comes in and creates a new arising. So, for example, if you take a seed, right, you have a seed and that seed goes into the ground and that ground is that denying force and so so that's a a life giver with with the ground but in the ground is moist and it has these things but once you add the sunlight now it's able to sprout into something new and becomes life if you take it's not just any random things that are three right like if you take their colors red blue and yellow they, you know, that's not going to make orange, but if you take two colors and then you add a paintbrush, that paintbrush now creates the color orange. So, um, if, if or, Brian, or, uh, if, if Brian, as you're listening to Dre, Dre told me before, right before we hit record, before you joined that he had a way that he had reconciled this in his head, he goes, but it probably isn't going to make sense to you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Or, or so, but 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 so what I'm saying is, is that if we have this emanation view of God, where where the the further you get away from God, like you have this, you become less. And what we, I think, what we forget is that God is the entire chain. I I think a a better analogy is like, uh, like pistons go up and down. Right. So you have you have strokes or sewing, right? You 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 stroke up and you stroke down. What what creates a thing is the thread is is the is the material itself. 
so you have the material so underneath it it looks chaotic but on top of the hem it looks a different way but the one constant thing is the thread and the thread is god or the holy spirit that's within us and then you create a new thing so there's this this these three two opposite things and then one thing that moves it that creates uh you got like you know, unmanifested and manifested things that create a manifested thing. You've got the uh, God, the word, and then like the word made flesh. Um, you have uh, affirming, denying and reconciling. But, but um, like the, but hang on, Dre. So that thing you just said, the, the, the word and the word made flesh, that's still just two of the three because the word oh. is Christ. And then the word made flesh is Christ. You've described you started it's it's it it started off as i think modalism and then it sounded like partialism came in but, but no but but no and i and i know it sounds like that but i don't i don't i don't think that that's true i think that um it, it can i can i let me i'm going to try something it's going to sound like it's coming from left field um but i think it'll i think it'll be helpful to kind of frame things are are you guys familiar with the Hindu Trinity? Nope. No. Are, are you at all familiar with Hinduism as a? I, I mean, I'm well, familiar with it at a super anniversary kind of level. It's kind of an not. open question. It's not really. It's not, I didn't tee that up very well. <clears throat> okay, so Hinduism is pantheistic. Mm -hmm. um, believes that the universe is God. God is the universe. God, or in his in his totality as ultimate reality, is referred to as Brahman. Mm -hmm that that's ultimate reality but penultimate reality is god in his or brahman rather in his his creative aspect as brahma his sustaining aspect as vishnu his destructive aspect as shiva that's so that that's kind of the hindu trinity if god is what well, i should stop saying god because i think it's confusing but that is their concept of god Brahman is ultimate reality, penultimate, Brahma, Vishnu, Shiva, creator, sustainer, destroyer. And as you go along the chain of being in the universe, Brahman kind of manifests himself in, in different, different applications and aspects. And every, every god in the Hindu pantheon is a manifestation of Brahman and every, every being and every form of life is Brahman. And um the idea of the goal of hinduism for the individual hindu is like they break the uh they think of the human person in terms of the atman the, the or the self and then there's the jiva who is the ego and like that they the issue is are you the the thinker or are you the thoughts you're thinking and the the answer is that well, the Atman is the thinker and the Jiva is the thoughts that the Atman thinks about the self. But the, the overall idea of Hinduism and achieving enlightenment or moksha in Hinduism is for the Atman to, the idea, the Jiva is, or the ego is what creates the illusion of individual identity. If you can, if you can get past that and real and come to the realization that the Atman is indistinguishable from brahman that's when you achieve enlightenment and you become 
you you understand your your oneness with everything um and the reason i i go through that is because it, it it bears so many superficial similarities to christianity like the christianity teaches that we have the holy spirit and so we're united with god in that sense and there's new agers and pluralistic uh people who subscribe to pluralism will try to conflate that as the same thing as the realizing that the Atman is indistinguishable from Brahman. And it, and the reason I bring that up now is it, it it's, it kind of sounds like it's got some, some commonality with what you're saying, Dre, with how you've explained. Uh, kind of some commonality, but I don't, I don't think it's the same thing. I, I think that, um, when i said god in the word and then the word made flesh it was it actually i i meant that there was that father and son it's kind of the prototype of of what of what um the holy spirit is because when i when i said you have the three things and it creates a fourth that again goes through the cycle so i i think with with the god with with the word being made flesh and that's being jesus and then when he died, that created the Holy Spirit to give, or or give this version of Holy Spirit to be part of us. I don't know if that made sense at all, but it was the that, and that's why I said that it took him to come and die for the Holy Spirit version that that we think I mean, of now. So, to, to to rationalize what Dre said, that last part, right? If that's a thing. I think if you turned it sideways, and I said this earlier when you when you first mentioned it, if you turn that sideways and simply said it took Christ's dying to allow the spirit to come down to man, if you made that subtle change versus it took the to Christ dying to create him, right? Then that allows it to be forever existent. I don't think it was forever existent. I think and that's, it's, and I that's think it's, fine, right. but that's yeah. But that goes back to you know non-core trinitarianism, right? That would be some like sure alternative sure. version, well, and that's okay also. It, and there... I don't want to split the hair on that because that's that's still secondary to what I mean. Well, I mean we could we could stay on that, but that's different from what my the starting is position of question my, or my question okay, yeah, yeah. issue is. Yeah, sure. Well, one just to be just to be clear, the whole Hindu thing, I'm not endorsing that i'm not saying that's comparable to christianity i'm just saying it has superficial similarities so that it often gets conflated that it's it's absolutely not christianity just for the record for the kids at home listening well yeah it's hindu um right but (laughs) in 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 christianity and there are there are people who identify as christian and also pantheist and so will subscribe to that idea the biblical view of God is that he is wholly other and he is, he is self-existent and the universe is contingent upon him. And it's completely, it's completely distinct, but God is imminent in the universe through the Holy spirit. And that's, and that's even before creation, the, the spirit of God hovered over the surface of the waters before creation. And then it was through God's spirit that, that the, the the uh, living creatures came to life and that adam became a living being um but to your to to your um illustration dre is there is there anything in the bible that would that would support that idea that the holy spirit came into existence or 
was created when through Christ's death and um <clears throat> yes but i can't i think there are some uh there's some poems in the Deuteropal like basically people think that that Paul wrote the first six letters and then there was the other ones like Colossians and um and second Thessalonians and then of course like his his letters to Titus and and uh and Jude that that weren't penned by him but penned by probably his followers so that's a that's a line of thinking that that scholars have um but there's 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 like a tone shift in those letters compared to his first six and like then there's something i can read right now to like see I, what i don't have it on top of my head to... and i'm and i'm sorry about that but there's there's a couple of really like really pretty poems that i read uh in i i want to say colossians that they kind well, of alluded to this thing i would like i would say that the the scripture itself said says otherwise if you okay like if you read um john chapter three um he uh nick man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know you are a teacher who has come from God for no one can do the signs you're doing unless God, God was with him. Um, Jesus said to him, I tell you the truth, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. And this concept of being born again, this is central to everything we're talking about because like, this is why the Trinity is so important. Um, he, uh, when he tells Nicodemus about being born again, uh, what does Nicodemus say? Um, how can this be? How can a man be born when he's old? Surely he cannot enter a second time into, into his mother's womb to be born. And Jesus says, uh, um, you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. Spirit, what flesh gives birth to is, is flesh. What spirit gives birth to is spirit. Um, you should not be surprised at my... Um, the wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit and Nicodemus, well, how can, you know, how can this be? And he says to him, well, you're, you're Israel's teacher and you don't understand these things. How can if we, I tell you the truth, we speak of what we know and we testify to what we have seen, but still you people do not accept our testimony. I've spoken to you of earthly things and you have not believed how then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? So there's a, that's kind of a play on words there when he said he's, he's talking about being reborn in the Holy spirit becoming a child of God in order to become a child of God, you have to get God's nature. You can only get God's nature from God. That's, that's what the spirit does. That's what, that's why he comes upon us for our rebirth. And the fact that he told Nicodemus, well, you know, you're Israel's teacher and you don't understand this and you should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. Well, Jesus thought this should have been common knowledge to Nicodemus and to, to Jews in general, but especially to a teacher of Israel, as in this is something that's been happening before. People were being born again before. Not, his death and resurrection are what accomplished it. That, that, that's the basis for spiritual rebirth. But that it was happening before that is undeniable from what Jesus is telling Nicodemus here. And in fact, that the, his play on words when he mentions the wind blowing wherever it pleases, um, wind, it, the Greek word for wind is pneuma. It's the same word for spirit. It's, it's even debatable if, there's a, a, if it's a play on words or if spirit and wind and, and, and breath are all just the same idea or if, he's, it, or if it's a play on words. 
but you find the same, whether it's a play on words, whether it's the same idea, that's beside the point, but you find the same basic illustration in numbers 11, where, uh, they complain to God about they're, they're sick of eating the manna and they want some meat. Mm -hmm. And Moses complains uh, to God, well, you know, I, did I bear these people? Do I have, why do I have to deal with all this? And, and so God tells him to, to, to have the tribes choose elders to represent them. And then he takes the spirit who is on Moses and he puts him on the elders so that they can do what Moses does and help lead and help shoulder some of the burden then after that, it says that a wind from Yahweh blew and brought the quail from the east and showered the, showered the camp and they ate the quail and they, they weren't grateful. So they were the, the, they got sick and the plague broke out and killed them. But you, you've kind of got these two senses of the, of the wind of God or the spirit of God. First, you have it in the, in the regenerative sense. You have the elders who were chosen to, to represent the tribes of Israel who got the spirit that was on Moses. And then you have the spirit that uh, from God that brought, that supplied their need, but also brought wrath because they weren't, uh, they weren't worthy of it. They weren't, they, they, they weren't, they, they didn't believe they didn't have faith. And so that it, it was, it had the opposite effect from regeneration but the idea of being born again is very old in the new test and the old testament um it was but god is not bound by time god doesn't change um that's that's a definitive aspect of being god and that the holy spirit is god we we had, i think we can nail that down pretty surely from matthew 28 that it that the name of the father and of the son of the holy spirit a name it's more than just a label it's the identity it's yeah, no look I, I i'm totally fine with that like like i said reading that verse in context and understanding what he's saying i'm fine with that i'm what i'm hung up on is this equivalency or it being the same like it can be of god and not be the same as the word why is that a problem though because it's 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 100% required to believe in the concept of the trinity you're talking about three things that are equal in one and I don't see the equality. So I'm seeing two with a third, like way less, but also really good. Like that's the way I'm seeing it right now. That's, well, that's where my viewpoint is. So even with what you just said, even reading, you know, this, uh, this, this, this passage with Nicodemus, like it, it, nothing about that says that the Holy spirit is on equal footing with Christ or God. It simply says it's a requirement. There's a lot of things that are required for a lot of things. Well, but but the, but the point of it, the, the point of it is that, that you become a, a child of God only by receiving the Holy Spirit. Right. But that doesn't mean that, that that makes it, that doesn't automatically put it on the same level as God. It does like, actually. No, it, no, dude, run this verse down a little bit longer. And he says, he makes this analogy and he's, and he's referencing lifting the serpent up in the wilderness. Okay. And he says, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up. He's talking about himself. He's talking about Christ, okay. but he's comparing it to a snake that was on a stick that Moses was walking around holding up so that the snakes wouldn't bite his people and kill them. Like he says a lot of things and it's so wrought with metaphor that you can't say, well, simply because so now, now snakes are the same level as the Holy spirit. That's, 
Like I, I, I know I'm being ridiculous, but like that's what I'm hearing when you're saying yeah. what you're saying to me. That's how that's how ludicrous that sounds to me for you to say, well, because he said it here and talked about the spirit blowing and wheat getting blown around. Clearly, that well, means but, the Holy Spirit's the same on. as Jesus. Like the, what? Let, let me let me repeat this, and and I want to I want to home in on this. If you're you have to be to be a part of the kingdom of God, you have to be born again. You have to be a child of God. Mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so you have to receive god's nature mm -hmm. how do you receive god's nature what are you asking me a rhetorical question i'm asking you i'm just i'm asking you what how do you receive god's nature and what form does god's nature get into through you? the holy spirit right so that's if you if that's god's nature how is how is the holy spirit less than god how is it the same? Like you, that's it's it's a weird like you're you're creating an equivalency that's not validated. You're you're saying like and, and by the way, so let's go back to your blog because this is part of where I struggle with this. Well, you wrote a very you wrote a okay. very nice blog. It's 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 thoughtful. It's <laughs> it's lots of research, lots of and it's and it's long as all hell, right? Yeah. And you even said it a second ago on this podcast. You said. That your the the, the 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 your thought process or what you called out in that in that blog was to explain how the Trinity is a requirement for Christianity, right? You said that you said that earlier today. Yeah. The problem that I see or the problem that I have is that so many well-read theologians have created a paradigm where the Trinity is a requirement for Christianity that you can't have a conversation about the reality that the Trinity might not be real because you've already convinced yourself that if it's not real, Christianity falls apart. And so you've created a given going back to my, my geometry discussion that you've hung your spirit on. You've hung everything on. So you don't understand how to pull that back apart because you've already put it in a box and stuck it on the wall metaphorically speaking i don't think i i'm, I'm telling you matt i'm telling you matt's perspective on this okay. because we've been covering we've been talking about this now for the better part of 2 hours all right and not once have you presented me something that is easy to read and understand that says that the holy spirit's part of is the same as god it's from god yes but guess what brian so is freaking everything else in this blessed I, I, universe is I, I guess from I don't, god i guess i don't know well no that's simply not true it's 100% well, true. Literally everything from, in the from, universe is from, from God. God, but not identical to God. I didn't say identical. I said from. Okay. Not All the Bible says is that, this, is that the spirit is of God. It doesn't say it's just like God. Well, it, what do you mean just like, in what sense, just like God? Well, Equal, I, I, the I, same think as. That, I think that Jesus left it behind for us. Left him behind for us. Jesus called the spirit him for one thing. <laughs> So fine him. I, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's I, not, a, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not playing pronoun games. I'm, I'm, I simply refer to it as well, it because it I matters. can't, I, it, it sure does, but I haven't, I haven't, I haven't completed the, the, the concept of personage in of itself because it's never, it never manifests as a person. It manifests as a thing. That's simply not true from the Bible. It is true from the when, when, So when, when does it manifest as a person? The only time it, the only personage is by calling it the advocate, but it never does anything so that, why that does, represents. Why uh, does uh, uh, 
agency or 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 self-awareness or whatever personage is like if we were if we were to have the conversation about like whether or not you should have abortion right like the common argument is there is a human at the moment that it can that it can be a, a, a sentient being there's nothing in the bible that describes sentient behavior that's attributed to the holy spirit that I've uh, ever seen. And I would love point me to a verse that, that, okay. that gives well, that. You can, nothing grieve, that we've... you can grieve the Holy Spirit. That's in the Bible. Um, hold on a second. I'm, I'm uh, scanning right now. When the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you also must testify for you have been with me from the beginning. That was John... 15 okay, okay. That, that's verses. that's 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 that that's a human behavior okay that's yeah. fair and hold there's way more in here um here we go um i tell you the truth it is for your good that i am going away unless i go away the advocate will not come to you but if i go i will send him to you when he comes he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment about sin because people do not believe in me about righteousness but about righteousness because i am going to the father where you can see me no longer and about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned um, but, but when proof he this- to that that could be a paper like i could write a paper that proves things that's okay, not hold, that's not human on. behavior when he and, I, spirit- and i'm really not trying to be nitpicky by the way like this is but this is super central to part of the problem Okay. So I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to be clear and, and consistent with the, well, the pushback. This, the spirit's role is to point us to Jesus and the father. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he's anything less than God, but it doesn't mean he is the same as God. Well, I, I agree with you. It doesn't mean he's less than, but it doesn't mean he's more <laughs> than just by being not X doesn't make you Y. It just means you're not X. Okay. Um, hold on a second. That's and that's literally my whole hangup. Like that's where we are. No, we can, I, under, so, I understand so what that, you're saying. Is, is I, that I, not modality? Okay, here, here you go. I, I, look, listen. I, 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 I know all the verses that to read to you to show you that Jesus, that that the Holy Spirit is a person. I just need you to, to let me get to him. But that's like, fine. I, I understand your position. I understand okay. what you're what you're saying that he's not a person. I'm, I'm saying I didn't say he's not. I said, I'm not convinced that he is. I'm, I just, I'm trying to be really clear on words. Okay, I words do matter. In I this understand why you're making the case. And by there the way, go. like, I'm not like, I don't, I'm not mad at you for it. I don't think that you're, well, I, I don't think, not. I don't if you're think mad at me for this. We have real problems. Like, I, like, I, well, I, I understand why people think that because the, the spirit's role is not to call attention to himself. He's to indwell and empower us to point to the father. That doesn't mean that he is anything less than God. That's but that's fine. Yeah. The reason the reason this is so important that we understand that the spirit is God and that he is he is fully God, he is as much God as Jesus is as the father is is because like and I would I I I want to I want to impress upon I want to ask you when we're done here and anybody reading who is who shares your position and and is in doubt about this in light, like read John 14 through 16 and then sit down and read first John and where he talks about how, um, the, we, the life, the life appeared to us. We have seen him and we, we, we touched him and heard the word of truth from the life. We, we ourselves were with him. So obviously talking about Jesus, but then throughout, throughout the letter, he talks about how the life is in us and how we, the father is in us and we have the son in us. 
because we have the life in us. And he very emphatically says it's because we have the spirit in us. So if the spirit is less than, is not God, in, and is not God in the same sense that the son that the son is God and the father is God, then we don't have God in us. And everything John is saying is untrue. And the entire concept of Christian salvation goes away because, because the spirit is God and he is a person. And, you know, I know you guys aren't, aren't big on Paul, but uh, I, I don't think this is unique to Paul. Anything Paul says, generally speaking he might articulate it in his own unique way but he's reflecting what's already common christian belief and what paul says is that we are the body of christ we are like we are god christ vessel on earth by that same token in the same like another an interchangeable way of saying that is that we are the we are the temple of the living god like we, we are the new temple because God dwells in us just as he did in the tabernacle and in the temple before through the Holy Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit is not God, then we don't have God dwelling in us. And the, the reason that Paul can say we are the temple of the living God is because we have no less than God himself living in us. Now, if that's not true, if the spirit is not fully God, then. Hey, so hang on, hang on. One second. Okay. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Let me let me take that away because I don't okay. want to sit and beat this topic a whole lot longer. Um, and and I and I, but I want to I want to impress one thing on you. And I I said it earlier, and I, I felt like you didn't hear me say it because you said it twice now, or you, you actually started to say it the third time, and I cut you off. For uh, for people broadly right? Not you, maybe not you and me talking, but maybe for some listeners, for people that are struggling with faith, atheists that maybe might convert, et cetera. I don't believe, this is my opinion, you can disagree, and I think you will, that using, citing an argument and then following up with, and if that's not true, then Christianity falls apart. I don't think that makes the original point any stronger. Because if a person already doesn't know if Christianity is true or not, they don't give a shit if it's going to fall apart or not based on something not holding water. Okay, but I'm just I'm just making a just just a conversational yeah, point, right? If but the, but if, I like if the what question you said. we're exploring is does the Bible teach this? I think that's important. Like if if, if this isn't if we're if we're trying to nail down what the Bible teaches, and our and our what's in what's in contention is is the is the holy spirit fully god is the holy spirit personal um and then the bible talks about the church as the spirit of of the living god because we have the holy spirit and he, and if you don't believe those things about the holy spirit i do think it's worth asking okay well then in what in what sense are we the spirit of god and no in no, what no. Sense... I, I i i think but, but my point is i think the statement stood on its own like when you said that, Andre, I know you, I just saw you step away just to restate what he said that got my attention was he was, he was referencing the fact that salvation comes through the Holy Spirit becoming one with us, us one with the Holy Spirit. And that's how we become more God-like, right? Or as God-like as we can become in this environment. This well, that's why we become his children because we have his nature. Right. But the point is, if it's the Holy Spirit that makes us that how could that not be God? And how could that not be 
some level of the same as the others because if it wasn't yeah. then how could it bring us to that level no, yeah, yeah so, I, I, so no i was just i, I was just restating yeah. i was restating what he said and that got me and i want to and i want to i want to take that away and kind of chew on that um, okay. but but my point brian is almost like you know I, I i gotta slap you on the way out the door that stands on its own as a logical point but then to follow it up and go and if you don't believe in that the christianity falls apart the well, second part the second I, part I stand feels, by it I, that's fine, but to, I'm just telling you to me on the other side of this conversation that feels like a threat. It, well, not from you, not from you, but it, it, it just feels like. Though. And if you don't believe this, then you don't like shit in your okay. ice cream, right? Like it's like, <laughs> well, what? Do, well, why, why can't I just take that as it is, and I don't have to have that extra thing put on top of? It? I'm just, well, I'm just pointing it out no, as a conversation I, point. I, 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 I mean, I appreciate you saying so, but I, I stand by what I say and take it. It's not a threat, but it's a challenge. Like if. I mean, and I want you to hear me on this. The the challenge stands if you, if if your contention is still, the Holy Spirit is not God, is not personal. Did I say personal? I said a person. What's the difference? Different. Well, there's a different personal means you have a personal relationship with, but a person is a person. I can I can I can take my music personal. I can take my my cell phone personal. Okay, I, it's not, I it doesn't make it a person. I, I don't want to argue semantics about it we'll say we'll say if the holy we've been arguing semantics for two and a half hours no, no we haven't but uh <laughs> it, fine we'll say if the holy spirit is not a person if and the right. holy spirit is not god hold, let me make my point hold on my my challenge to you is that if you believe that the holy spirit is not god is not a person mm-hmm. then the and if Christianity is true and the Bible is true then the the burden is on you and it's a burden I don't think you can meet because it 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 the logic collapses on itself you need the burden is on you to explain how are we the children of god how do we have his nature how are we saved and how are we the spirit of the living god that's asked, that's, asked yeah. as a question makes more sense to me than to tell me that it falls apart without that's well, all i'm trying to say i'm i'm giving you feedback as a human being having a conversation with you right okay if i'm you, just kind of i'm just clarifying my point that's and that makes more sense to me if you said if you were to say hey so if you don't think that the holy spirit is part of this then how does one get true salvation and become one with god without it if it the holy spirit isn't part of the trinity but also that, if, that's 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 but if you don't think that than to say and if you don't you're going to hell and christianity's not real and this is all made up well that's not what i said but you do that's hate how america. i hear it that's but how you do i hate america and the terrorists are going to win and our children are for sale and all that kind of stuff yeah i but i'm just i'm just that's just a, a but i, I want to take that away and think about that because i that wasn't a way that I've thought about it. And, and oh, by the way, you could shrink your blog now down to three sentences. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, well, you. Bre- brevity I, is a thing. Well, it's uh, if, if you have, if you don't have the interest to, to sustain your attention span, then I guess it wasn't yeah, for you, you. You don't like shit in your ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm, I'm happy with my blog article the way it is. So. That's fine. And you hate America. I, no, but I, but I am happy that the women's U S national team lost. <laughs> and that feels almost yeah. anti-American that I'm that's so a, mad. That's so a weird no, thing. It's because you love America. You it's, that's that. a, it's a weird thing that I, that I didn't care about that. It right. Was, I I was in real self conflict. Yes, because I love America, Brian. 
and whenever game is being played, if there's a flag, even games I don't like, such as women's soccer, soccer. Uh, women's soccer, then I don't really then yeah, anyway, but. I'm a I'm a USA waving <laughs> fool. Whenever yeah. I watch the World Cup and there's dudes in my country cheering for Mexico, I get pissed. If it's people with our flag, I'm like, they move to Mexico. Well, <laughs> stand for our flag. I don't. Right. I don't yeah. care about. Well, it. I, I mean, I don't follow sports ball anyway. But. So, so, so they lost, and they lost to a Nordic country, Sweden. Sweden. And what's what struck me is so the the first thing that popped up in my feed about them losing was there's a bunch of laugh emojis as the response, and I'm like, that's so weird that that's where we are. That people are so there's so much Schadenfreude about people wanting them to lose because of Megan and politics because they love America. Right, but it's just weird. Yeah, like, it's, that would have never sad. happened in any it's other really time sad. with any it, other sport. I, I think that it is sad, is especially <clears throat> since they got paid, right? So the all this thing about their money and they should be paid equivalency and they restructure their deal in the first time out on their restructured deal, they, they shit the bed on the world stage. They get right? they, yeah, so, they get smoke checked by a team that you know. And, and maybe, and in fairness, it uh, it it maybe is their time. Maybe they didn't replenish over the last couple of World Cups, and and their their good players are aged, and 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 whatnot, and including including Miss Rapino herself. She's she's an older player. She's not as good as she was in the last couple of, right. and but but to say that it's it's America is the reason why they're not getting paid, and I I just have trouble with anyone who says that I don't feel represented by America. First of all, yeah, that's, Ameri- that's, America that's does not represent us. We represent it. Right. So if you think that America isn't being represented well, then one, do better. And, and, and two, you know, convince people that this is the way that America should be represented. And I'm, and I'm telling you in no way, should kneeling during a, a a song be indicative of how we should represent America? It's the reason why us Marines is on the left side of our breasts and our name is on the right side of our breasts. It's the reason why in every jersey, the name of the team is on the front and your name is on the back mm-hmm. because you represent it, not the other way around. Well said, Dre. And the, you know that's that's why in the in the the scene glory when Denzel Washington's character, who's probably the least patriotic of everybody in the bunch, sees the dude that drops the colors Flag get shot. He grabs it, he's yeah. the first one to pick it up, and that scene gets me. I might cry right now just talking. Yeah, about it. I, that's a great I'm, scene. I'm getting over crunch right now just thinking yeah. of that. So man. it is a great like, scene. I, I just I just get I get angry. Like, does it represent? What do you mean? It doesn't represent you. Then we no, watch that it, in Wachuca. Probably it's one it of my favorite that, movies. That's, so. that's the right time that it came out. Or came no, out it came out pre that. I was sure. in high school when that came out. I'm sure. I'm early, pretty sure. At least, that, is at it least that you old? and me. Yeah, yeah, Maybe you were there. We watched that in the barracks in Wachuca. There was like we we didn't. There was some crying. There was a little bit of crying. It's it's pre it's pre Malcolm X, which was ninety two. Oh, okay. So sure. I think Glory was eighty nine, maybe. Damn. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Matthew Broderick. And it was like a role post Ferris Bueller, so it was you know one of his first serious he, roles. He was yeah, breaking get, the typecasting. I get fired up about this man because uh, you know being movie. a black dude that served the country and you know in, in 1989, good call. <laughs> and you know living with a with a father who grew up in Jim Crow Alabama, 
like guys we we're better stop it stop it and if you don't like it don't kneel stand taller for it and and display what it is that you need that flag to represent because you you represent it not the other way around you commie bastard (laughs) so uh did we did we solve the trinity I don't know we solved it but you gave me some good things to go read on and think All about right. so like i appreciate but, that yeah first it, like just to reiterate john 14 through 16 yeah and then read all of first john and the the thing that that really i read that this morning and the thing that really just kind of comes out is just how interchangeably he talks about the father and the son and the spirit within you mm-hmm. um and so if the spirit is not and 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 you find that and i know you know i i know that it it kind of weakens the case that i if i quote paul but i think it i think it it matters that even in paul but not just in paul it doesn't weaken the case my point I, is i don't think it weakens it was, the case at all my, my I, point I think it weakens the case only paul. He, uh, yeah okay but I, the way that the that when it the scripture speaks of the spirit of God, the spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, all interchangeably, meaning you have the father in you because of the spirit. You have the son in, in Paul talks about how um, the fullness of the deity dwells in Christ and you have been given fullness in Christ. You think all the talk about the spirit <clears throat> biblically is where the disembodied human spirit concept came from no it does no absolutely not came from gnosticism and and greco-roman mythology but i mean they had to get it from somewhere i i i think though and this can be a teaser for a a later episode is that when you do quote john and first john you are indeed quoting paul so and i know that we don't have time to get into that but to me and and that's and that's why i don't I don't mind that you, you quote Paul because that's that's where it came from. Yeah, for for mm. for for context for everybody is wondering why we keep making these illusions. Both Dre and I have had some interesting. It's actually probably one of the key conversations that started this that started our idea to have this podcast was we had long-standing conversations about Pauline scripture and the the nuances and differences that it might have with with uh you know when compared to the rest of the, the new testament and started us at, at least was largely responsible for some of our deep dives and some of our readings that we've gotten into which brought us full and, circle to these these to this show <laughs> so and there, we'll definitely be talking about that in in more detail and, and for the record along. which might surprise some people based on how much i rail against mainstream popular christianity i am 100 pro paul I'm 100% Trinity, obviously, that if you don't get that from this conversation, then then you weren't listening. But uh, but yeah, that's that's an ongoing that's an ongoing thing with us and one I look forward to tackling. But just just to kind of, you know, so I know how to focus my efforts you, you, you can't. I, I need to go read. I need to go think about this and pray about but, it. And but to like, but to Dre, you want it where what could i quote from the new testament no 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 no. we'll talk it? about it we'll, we'll no no we'll talk about it and, we, and we'll and we'll um okay if i quote matthew in, 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 is in, that from in, paul i'm sorry what if i quote matthew is that from paul chunks of it yes 
What was it? What and was it? He said chunks. Chunks. You, my microphone not working, dog? Am I, can I get closer to it or? <laughs> chunks. He said chunks. Okay. Chunks. Big, large chunks. But no, some but... of it, some of Matthew is from Paul then? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What about so, Mark? Yeah, all of it. The, so whole the whole new, the whole kit and caboodle. It's all Paul. Every bit of it is either Paul or Pauline dudes who love them some Paul that wrote some things okay. the rest of the way. So Paul yes. must have. Yes, Paul is the most influential human being on planet Earth ever. I said it, what I said. He's more influential than Jesus? Yes. Hmm. That's a, that's a, that's in the sports world we would call that a hot take. Yeah. <laughs> so well. Oh well, yes. I think that. Uh, so we we either gained more listeners or lost more listeners <laughs> with that statement. <laughs> if it, okay, just in the interest of that, mm-hmm. I. Uh, well, I look forward to unpackaging that in the future and proving that uh, Paul did not, in fact, defeat Christ and hijack Christianity. But you just added a whole lot of words to something that was said. I don't know oh, that yeah. that was what he said, but yeah, yeah. that's the but that's the implication is that no, no, it's not. You, you, okay. you, you're like a Sith when it comes to these things, bro. Yeah, they. We, that's, that's not the implication because I, I use because I use so, logic because you deal with absolutes. I don't deal with that. Like, wait, with... if if Paul if Paul's that influential, he must have defeated Christ. Wait, whoa, who said that? <laughs> well, if yeah. if we're getting not Christ unrefined through his disciples, but Paul's version of Christ. Then Paul's, like if Paul's influence kind of took what we know of Christ and shaped it into his image, I mean, what we're really saying is that we don't, we don't, we don't have original teachings of Christ anymore. We just have Paul. You know, all uh, of, all of, all of the books that, were not, are not unfiltered. They're filtered through the individual writer, right? I, I don't think that's true. No. I mean. It has to be true because the guys are walking around with tablets in real time recording. But these were produced by community. And by tablets, I meant like stone tablets, not these were produced by by communities. And those communities were founded and led by disciples of Jesus who agreed. So what you're what you're getting from those communities is what the collective disciples of Jesus produced. It's not, it's not it's not really individuals. And we and I've this kind of harkens back to what we talked about in a previous podcast about how the gospels came about. Like a lot of these were, these were eyewitness testimonies that had been Mm -hmm. communicated orally by the eyewitnesses to these communities. Mm -hmm. When they were eventually written down, you're not getting that individuals you're, you're, they're just recording the, the tradition that had already been established. I I 100% agree with that. But that's still think that 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 community sided with paul but well, and all well, i'm saying I, they I'm not... with paul against something else that was that was more true to jesus in some cases yes i think so i think that's i think you've got a tough case to make to, to... Uh, okay <laughs> i mean i i uh i look forward to litigating that with you okay Who, who's who's the advocate and who's the accuser I am the advocate for Paul. I'm 100%.
I will I will take up that. Cape. I don't know. Dre sounds like he's more pro Paul than you are at this point. Really? How I mean, so? Most influenced dude ever. <laughs> so, he, he, no. he just said the he just said the entire New Testament was Paul. That's <clears throat> that's a big deal. Well, you heard that's it, not you, you. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> but Paul, if, but Paul would protest that no, I'm just a workman. I'm just would he? Would he? No, Paul? nobody loved Paul more I, than Paul. I huh. I agree with you, Brian. Which yeah. is how I've reconciled my um my disfavor of the great apostle himself. All right. Well, we're not going to shadow. It's not have, his fault. We're not going to shadow have this conversation. Like we'll have I to think hold we, this for I think another we, one. I think we have a good setup for. We a got good. a good tease. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't know if so we're going to get into next 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 episode, but it'll yeah. definitely be coming. I, I think yeah. we I think next week we need to um, flesh out some of the things that we we learned here. Uh, okay. This week. That's cool. cool. Yeah, we can do that. We can do it. Maybe, maybe figure out a way to tie a bow or, or you know, at least at least one stroke of a bow, right? Do a Jim Jim Pataki circle back. Do you you want to take the lead on that, Dre, and kind of like tell us kind of what to think about for the next one or well, I don't know. We have a couple of days we can probably talk about it. Okay. I gotta go to I'm going to Vegas in a couple of days, by the way. So I'm gonna be a little little uh overwhelmed until i come back late thursday friday early right. late thursday so friday sweet i got nothing going on oh it, I, I, so that reminds me of something i wanted to start doing i wanted to timestamp this just so everybody knows today is the 6th of august i'm gonna start doing that at the beginning huh. just to kind of make a reference point that of the day that we're recording these relative to the days they get out yeah, so if somebody if somebody's listening, they get a little bit of a time reference of, you know, when in the world were these two talking about or these three guys talking about this thing, right? Um, so it's it's uh, it's the first the first Sunday in August. Hey year of Brian. Year of, year of our Lord yes, 2023. Brian. What's up, brother? What's up? Good job today, man. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Good job. We managed to get through it without like calling nobody, each other names. Nobody does. Actually, I'm relatively impressed. Have we called each other names before? What? Um, Not yes. on the podcast. I mean, yeah, uh, off off I the mean, air. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I just kind of figured this one would get a little bit more uh, heated. Yeah. Well, I I didn't I, think that it would because because you and I were of the stance of, hey, kind of want this to be true, but I don't know why it is. And, well, hmm. I, I think my concern was just that I felt like this maybe could have been the most emotionally charged conversation we had around these topics because typically we tend to get into stuff where it's a little more loose like you know elohim stuff and you know right. divine counsel stuff it's like eh, take it leave it it doesn't change right but as brian stated no less than five times you don't believe in this you know could you don't like falls your ice apart <laughs> right well and, and i don't want to like I, i'm actually i kind of feel like this is such a powerful subject that i i didn't do it justice i appreciate your the kind words trey but like there's there's such depths to this and and that's why i think you did a good job because we with time construct this this could be a uh, you know a month oh, worth it could of be a college easy, a college course right, right? like right. A, a full semester right, right. of sitting down and right. arguing and reading so, and talking and yeah. so yeah with, this with is, the time this is you had of, and the the resources you had in front of you like hey it's good man this this is kind of the the big thing that's missing from mainstream Christianity, not that's what? not that bro, not that why do you think believe... I'm 46 years old and I still haven't come to terms with it because well, this kind of discourse doesn't exist in I, regular church. I, I was talking to a good friend the other day who listens to our podcast. Hi, hi, Tanya, if you're listening, 
Hey, Tanya. Um, she, What's up, Tanya? She, you guys know Tanya. Yeah, you guys know Tanya. Um, I, I kind of don't. But... You probably, I'm sure you met her. She pro- I'm sure she knows you. But uh, anyway, you're a jerk for not remembering Tanya because she's she's very memorable. But she, she mentioned to me how uh, like it, it's not widely understood among Christians in particular that everybody is not God's child by default. Um, the Jews would disagree with you, but I get your point. No, the Jews would, would agree with me. Um, they don't, they don't consider themselves individually to be God's child. No, everybody, they are, I got you. Everybody is made in God's image. Yes. But the, the entire biblical explanation for the problem of the human condition is that we, that image was corrupted in the fall. And that's why we are the way we are. That's why the world is as dark and tragic and violent and and evil as it is that our nature has been corrupted we've basically by the fall you mean the events in eden not the season that comes after summer yes that yes, was sir. that was for the listeners at home not for you but just i i want to be really careful yeah. about us using phrasing the, and terminology that the, might not be the cat the fall of man and the curse upon the earth because of adam's sin mm-hmm. um because of first. that just to be clear, it's Eve's fault. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's a hot take. And, <laughs> and so you only become God's child by receiving God's nature, by receiving the Holy Spirit and being reborn. And, you know, Christians, you know, and even the Christians who would agree with me, a lot of them would kind of take this as a passive endeavor. You Once you get the Spirit of God, then you're, you're set. But no, the New Testament, this is a frames this as as an ongoing life pursuit that the you're to make every effort to add to your faith excellence knowledge self-control perseverance godliness all of the qualities consistent with the divine nature it says this over and over again to strive to work out your salvation with fear and trembling this is a it's a life it's a life of discipline and cultivation of these these qualities that we have by virtue of having god's spirit and we're and that's what the church is for. And that's how we change the world and redeem it and advance God's kingdom. But I, this is not, this is not well understood. And I think it's, there's uh there are depths to plumb here that we've, we barely even oh, yeah. hinted at I don't, so far. I don't disagree. I mean, we have a lifetime left to talk about it. Hopefully. Hopefully we we well, technically have a lifetime left. It's just a question of how long yeah. is that lifetime? <laughs> it might be a week or it might be. Uh... Yeah. Right. Right. I'd, I hope it doesn't take the rest of my life. I, but uh, I, I, I'm going to say it differently, Brian. I hope you spend the rest of your life trying to get this point out. How you like? I appreciate that, that. and I probably will. And I, uh, I, I, I'm grateful to count you two as allies. Well, um, that's that's what we're here doing, right? Like, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we've said it a couple of times. If you know, if anything that we talk about allows or causes someone to, you know, the listener to go and look a little or read a little, um, I'm gonna, you know, just a, a feedback that I got. So my brother John gave me some feedback, and he was like, "You guys were talking about this," and he goes, "I'll be honest, I got a little distracted, but I ended up reading something in Matthew, and I found something I'd never read before." Right. Like, so like, that was cool in of itself. Like it it wasn't, you know, whether or not he was fully locked into our conversation, but it made him go, wait, what? And he went and looked it up and then he fell into his own little rabbit hole. Man, if it gets people reading the Bible and thinking about this stuff, that's a, that is a win. 
Well, so, you know, I, I feel like there's two, there's two kind of two arms to what, you know, my hope and when we, when we founded this, and maybe we should kind of back up and restate mission statements and those kinds of things, but like get people to think critically and openly and, and have new thoughts about, about religion broadly, Christianity specifically, and hopefully have some fun in the process, right? Like, there's no reason that if that we're not this having conversation fun, can't be fun. Like, if you're not, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I like that, but that seems a little anathema to anyway, that's a different conversation. <laughs> okay. Well, feels I mean, like there's... if they say it's overrated, you're just not doing it right. That's right. How, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Thank you know, you, again, you know, the the way in, in some of the the, the the Christian circles that I was raised in, if you're having fun, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. It'd be the wrong. opposite statement. It's like, wait, you're having fun? Like, no, 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 no. Like, secure that right now. <laughs> secure the fun. Secure, secure the it. happiness siren goes off it's like the meme right the wait wait you guys are having fun like (laughs) yeah all right boys i think that's uh that's a that's a solid wrap for for this week good talk guys good talk yep